0: Welcome to the Ongoing Story of the Bible, Season 3, Let My People Go. Hundreds of thousands of escaped Hebrews watch their Egyptian oppressors drown while they walk free. The displaced group now camp in the desert, away from the structure of Egyptian civilization. They have cattle, belongings, Egyptian gold, but no homes and no water supply. Episode 4 awe and law. After the initial elation and celebration of their great escape, the people start to grumble. Was leaving Egypt such a good idea? Maybe God will kill them here in the desert. God is with the people. He appears as a pillar of cloud, giving guidance, shade and protection by day. And at night, he appears as a pillar of smoke, giving guidance, warmth and protection. He directs their journey, moving his cloud or smoke for them to follow. But God knows that they don't trust him despite witnessing his power, provision, and character. The journey to Mount Sinai should take a few weeks, but God decides to take a detour, a trust test. Meanwhile, Moses remains the old consistent link, a mediator, a priest, between God and the people. They continue to grumble and complain to Moses about God, each other, or their needs. God gets annoyed with them, yet continues to provide and shows his power in weird and wonderful ways. A couple of weeks into the journey, God provides water. He tells Moses to throw a tree into a bitter desert spring, and it is purified. God then rains food from the sky, a sort of bread the people called manna, meaning, what is it? but the people grumble that they want meat, so God sends quails, birds which drop from the sky. God gives instructions that people may only collect enough food for one day, and any food stored overnight rots. He also institutes a weekly rest day, a sabbath, meaning stop, a concept unheard of as slaves in Egypt. The day before each Sabbath, the people may collect manna for two days, and this lasts overnight. But still the people grumble. This time they ask God for water. God tells Moses to hit a rock with his crook. And this time water miraculously spurts from the rock for the people to drink. Then the people are attacked by an Amalekite tribe. So Moses puts Hosea, meaning salvation, from the tribe of Ephraim in charge of Israel's warriors and renames him Joshua, meaning God saves. Moses, Aaron and Hur, meaning liberty, whiteness or whole, go to a hilltop where Moses holds his staff in the air. While his arms are raised, God gives the Hebrews victory, so as he tires, the other two men hold up his arms. God wonders when the people will ever trust him, and Moses is worn out sorting out all their problems. When his father-in-law, a priest, visits, he advises Moses to appoint 70 men, elders, to rule smaller groups. Then finally they arrive at their destination, Mount Sinai, and this is the place where God wants the people to serve him. Now Moses has his first meeting with God at the top of a mountain. God tells Moses that he wants all the people to be dedicated to him and serve him as priests. This means people appointed, ordained as mediators, reconcilers between God and man. God says that if they obey him, he will renew his unbreakable promises, his covenant with them and bless them. Moses comes down the mountain, tells the people and they agree to everything that God has said. Then he goes back up the mountain for a second meeting to bring God the people's positive response. Then he comes down the mountain again to tell the people that God is going to speak to them all. God's meeting with the people is greater than anything they have ever experienced. He sets the tone, they must purify themselves and must not approach his presence or they will die. It is now seven weeks or 50 days since leaving Egypt and God covers Sinai in a display of thunder, lightning and a thick dark cloud. A trumpet blasts and the people gather terrified. God's speech sounds like thunder and he calls Moses back up the mountain for a third meeting. God verbally gives Moses laws, teachings, which he brings down the mountain to the people. The people are scared of God and tell Moses they will listen but he can do all the talking with God. Moses says not to be afraid, but God is proving them, but the people still stand a long way off. God's laws, God's teachings, cover relationships, food, possessions, and include promised blessings for obedience. God's first law, his first command, is that people worship no other God but him. Moses writes down all of God's words he goes up the mountain for a fourth meeting with God on the people's behalf, accompanied by his brother Aaron, a man called Nadab, meaning generous giving, Abihu, meaning Yahweh is my father, and 70 of the early appointed leaders. When they descend, Moses talks to the people, and again they agree to do all that God has said. The people's agreement, their covenant, is sealed by Moses making an altar with 12 pillars and sacrificing animals. Moses takes half the blood and sprinkles it over the altar and the other half over the people. Now for the fifth time he returns up the mountain to spend time with God, who will write the entire contract, the covenant, on stone. Moses takes Joshua with him, but on day seven, Moses goes to speak to God alone. Will the people ever trust in God? And what lengths will he have to go to to prove that he is trustworthy? You can read the story in the Bible book of Exodus, chapters 15 to 31. Like Moses, Jesus appoints 70 people and gives them authority to act on his behalf and demonstrate God's power. God speaks to Moses on the mountain and from clouds, and he relays God's message to the people. This pattern is repeated in the life of Jesus, who God speaks to from clouds and on mountaintops. Jesus teaches a large group on a mountainside. His words go beyond laws to motives of the heart. Listen in for the next installment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries, and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word, and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.